Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage, a podcast designed to help you build winning relationships in your marriage and with your kids. My name is Dr. Linda Traveling, and I am your host for the Winning Family Podcast. And we want to say thank you for joining us. It would mean the world to us if you would subscribe to this podcast and rate it and review it and let us know if you find the content helpful and encouraging. And hey, listen, we want you to share this podcast because you can be the hero in someone's life. Someone you know needs this information, right guys? And we've got a special surprise for you. If you hang on till the end, we're going to give you an opportunity to get a free copy of Rodney Gage's new book called The Double Win. It's a super helpful book that we want to get to you absolutely free. Did I say free? Can I say that again? It's free, guys. It's free. So today I'm joined with Rodney and Michelle Gage, and we're going to talk about how to keep your kids encouraged and enthusiastic about life. So good. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, Yeah. it's a very important topic. So we got a lot that is coming against our kids, against our family in this world in which we live. So it is so important that we know how to keep our kids enthusiastic. Absolutely. And I'm excited for you to be a part of this conversation too, Dr. Linda, because uh, uh, in fact, just to give you a little props here, you are an amazing coach, um, you know, executive leader and executive coach where you help navigate, you know, adults through a lot of challenges in their own life, mm-hmm. but also helping them win in life, how to help them stay enthusiastic about so many things that are in, you know, their world when it comes to work and responsibilities, leadership, all those decisions in their life. And so I'm in her coaching club and it is incredible. So we are so blessed to have you on the podcast. Well, thank you. Such, such, you had so much value to them podcast well, and, and to our life. Awesome. So, well, likewise. Especially around this topic. Likewise. And you're it's one fun. of the most enthusiastic yes. people we know. So yes. uh, <laughs> let's go. So this is going to be a natural for us to, uh, I think, have some fun with. And so we're talking about enthusiasm. So let's be enthusiastic. Let's right. do it. So, um, so yeah, so I think this is an important topic because as you just mentioned, Michelle, so much uh, negativity is happening in our world today. And it really strikes close to home because I read just here recently uh, uh, just a heartbreaking stat when it comes to what is referred to as our Gen Z. Mm -hmm. Uh, These are are kids who were born like 1997 through about 2012. 62%, this is staggering to me, 62% of our Gen Z, Generation Z, if you will, um, are struggling with some form of mental disorders. And so when you think about the uh, challenges that go with that, uh, and you know, you always hate to keep bringing up COVID. We like to kind of blame COVID for everything. But at the end of the day, it really did have such a profound impact on so many people's lives, but specifically our young people, our children. And so they're still working through a lot of emotions because of the loss on so many different levels. A lot of kids didn't get to have their traditional, normal things, those milestone events that they uh, that got taken away from them. Graduations, proms, 
um, you know, like their their last, you know, season of football or whatever sporting activity yes. or cheerleading or band. I mean, the list goes on and on. Those are things that were taken from so many kids' lives. And then you have death, you know, the loss of life. I know, Michelle, we obviously we lost your dad yeah, during so that. So many kids lost their, their grandpa or their grandma or their aunt. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, obviously there were a lot of those dynamics going on and then the digital world that we live in today. And I think so many kids today are, um, I think what's happening for a lot of kids is that there is a social and relational disconnect. And so everybody's online at the same time disconnected from healthy life giving sources. And so because of that, I think there is just a lot of things that are working against our children. And I think just working against, you know, our homes and our families in general. And that's the reason why we want to help families win again. We want marriages to win. We want our kids to win. We want to set everybody up for success because life is short. And, you know, life's too short to live feeling defeated, feeling overwhelmed, feeling discouraged. And when we see young people carrying those emotions, you know, that's why depression is a major, major um, issue right now among so many kids that are struggling with those sorts of mental disorders. Kids and adults alike. Yeah, no question. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, so, so many, unfortunately, will turn to the coping mechanisms or escape mechanisms, whether that's you know, through drugs, alcohol, uh, you know, so many different um, things that that are often looked to or or dependent upon when it comes to, you know, a way to numb, you know, the the challenges that they're facing. So, you know, before you know it, life can easily be sucked out of, you know, the hearts and the lives of, you know, our families, our marriages, our kids. And so, when it comes to a parent, how do you help your kids remain positive? Mm-hmm. How do you help them stay optimistic and enthusiastic about life when there's so much negativity that is going on around us? And so, you know, I think there are some reasons why, um, you know, there are natural reasons why I think, um, you know, enthusiasm is easily lost when it comes to our perspective or our outlook on life. You know, one of those is course stress, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's a major, you know, issue. I know there's a lot of stress levels academically. There's a lot of pressure, you know, kids today are carrying a lot of weight in terms of responsibilities, obviously going to school, extracurriculars, some are, you know, working. Um, so they're burning the candle at both ends and the expectation level is high because the pressure academically to you can even think of some students that you know you were saying the things that they missed or they lost some students lost their first year of college like actually going in person and so they're trying to figure out how to do college and pass you know when they really didn't get a good footing their first year it's just uh so much stress that they're carrying you know yeah Mm -hmm. and the pressure to conform to so many different mm-hmm. things, you know, mm-hmm. kids easily are, you know, comparing, competing. And uh, so they're kind of thrown into this world that creates so much stress. 
that may not even be a reality, you know, with especially with social media, mm-hmm. some things that are not even a reality, they're comparing themselves to, and that puts so much stress on them. And, you know, I, we, we believe we have an enemy that has come to kill, steal, and destroy. But we also have Jesus that came to give us life and life to the full. And so we have to be aware that the enemy is, the Bible says he's prowling around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And he's after this generation. No doubt about it. And that's why I think we're losing in many ways when you think about the family unit as a whole. And we want to see our families win. Bring them and life. Bring, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Bring hope and encouragement to them. Yes. But yeah, stress. I You mentioned the enemy. <laughs> I like to say that the enemy likes to come along and kind of throw in those uh, enthusiasm spasms. Oh, so um, yeah. that kind of sabotages our enthusiasm. But wow. yeah, so stress is a major contributor to robbing us from our uh, enthusiasm. But the same is true with worry. I think that's, mm-hmm. again, another symptom, if you will, or reason why a lot of um, kids just seem to kind of lose their their excitement for life is because they're afraid of so many things, the unknowns. Right. And um, we were talking before we even jumped on this this podcast, just sitting here in the studio, we're talking about uh, a situation of one of my uh, nephews remembering what happened a year ago uh, with their house. The pipes froze, and then when they when the electricity came back on, it destroyed their home because they the pipes broke, and so now it's a year later, and you know things were freezing again, and so he's so worried, you know, that he's going to lose his house again because they lost their home for a whole year, and they're just now you know moving back in. So. Yeah, house got completely destroyed because it got flooded because yeah. those those pipes burst. But yeah. yeah, it's interesting, just all of those associations of disruption. Right. So it's those unknowns, it's the fears, it's the what ifs scenarios. And, you know, we we deal with that in our own lives as adults. Oh, yes, but we do. think about the uh, but think about the weight that that is on our children. Yeah. So stress, worry. And then, of course, you have, um, you know, just the issue of, you know, the fear factor that uh, a lot of kids are walking and living with a lot of fear because they hear of so many things about the future. When you look at, you know, crime that's happening, when you look at, um, you know, the the cost of school and they know that, you know, how are we going to be able to afford to, how how am I going to be able to afford college? You Mm -hmm. know, a lot of kids are asking these questions and they're afraid because they see how hard life truly can be. And so even the young ones, um, you know, even like bullying, at school, you know, they're afraid and fearful to go to school. Yeah. <laughs> Even our little ones, mm-hmm. you know, in the world that which we live. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, I mean, all of these things, mm-hmm. and I'm, I may, may be kind of obviously stating a lot of the obvious that many of you currently are having to work through. Right. You know these things. This is your world. This is what right. you're navigating through. And I think the, the million dollar question is, is, well, how do we... How do we speak a life into our children? How do we help yeah. them remain enthusiastic about life? Yeah. And the answer to that, and there's no easy answer, but I think the ultimate answer is, and this is not a cliche, 
This is the truth. <laughs> we know this to be true. But ultimately, we got to help our kids find their enthusiasm in their relationship with God. And here's the reason why that's so important. That's where enthusiasm, enthusiasm comes from. Yeah. Right. It's so, interesting, the word N-E-N yeah. and then theos, which is where we get like the theology of God. Mm-hmm. But in theos, in God, enthusiasm, the root Latin, I think, root, uh, root wording of, of all of that is what is derived and where we get our modern day word enthusiasm. So when you think about the source of enthusiasm, excitement, joy, uh, optimism, the source of that comes not from the external things of life or circumstances, but ultimately from God. So when we can help our kids look to God when they're fearful, look to God when they're Mm -hmm. feeling the weight of stress, look to God when, you know, they're worried about all of the unknowns, the circumstances of life, when they can know that there is a God who loves them, who believes in them, who is for them, and no matter what's going on around them, they know that there is a God who has their back. They know that there is a God who has a good, pleasing, and perfect will for their life. They know that there is a God who has a hope and a future for their life, plans that God has for them, Jeremiah 29, 11 says. So when we help our kids to understand that God is the ultimate source of our joy, our contentment, our happiness, our enthusiasm, it all comes from Him. He's the giver of life. He's the source of life. Okay, now I don't have to fret or worry or be stressed out about all of the things that are honestly beyond my control. What's amazing and what is such a gift to be a parent is that we have these years with our children, you know, whether it's from birth to 18 or whether it's birth through 25 or 26, that when they are under our roof, we get this incredible gift to speak life into them. When this world is pressing in, when this world is so uncertain, we have the opportunity to speak life into them, whether it's just a few moments in the morning and a few moments at night on Mm -hmm. some days, it's our opportunity. It is our privilege that we get to choose and we can be intentional about it, um, that we set our mind to it. It's not something, if it doesn't come natural, then we have to learn it. We have to get some books to help us do that, be intentional, but to speak life into them. And when they've come home drained and their tank is empty, we get the opportunity to fill it back up. You know, something that uh, was so crazy and a story from my childhood is my dad used to teach us to sing happy songs. And he, uh, the scripture that says, don't worry about anything, pray about everything and in everything, give thanks and rejoice. He, he took that to heart and he taught us these happy songs that we would sing in the morning. He would start our day off with joy and we hated it. <laughs> you know, we're like, dad, please, you know, we don't want to hear that. You know, you're trying to get out of bed, hairs everywhere. And you've got uh, four girls in the home and our dad's trying to teach us this. But I'm, I'm 52 years of 
old and I'm still talking about it because it was a game changer mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day he, we were in the car and he was so frustrated with us. Long story. But uh, one of the sisters called out to dad and said, dad, don't you know any happy songs? You know, he called him. She called it back on him. But it's a life gift that he gave us to just find joy in difficult circumstances, find joy to start your day. And that is the opportunity that we have as parents. What a gift, Mm -hmm. you know. I think that parents, we feel, especially at certain seasons, Lindy might speak into this, that you feel overwhelmed by the culture or the world or the the school or the the kids that are around them that are, you know, whether it's middle school girls that are tearing your girl down or, uh, you know, maybe a situation with your young son that, you know, he didn't make the team that everyone said he needed to make, you know, in order to be on the the trajectory to be the greatest baseball player in the world. You know, (laughs) we have the opportunity to speak life and say, God has a great plan for you and nothing's going to stop that, you know? So I, it's such a gift and such a joy that we have as parents to speak life and in God that they can find this true joy and happiness. Yeah, go ahead, yeah, Linda. Yeah, I know you get you guys have made that a practice, and it probably your kids are the same probably as mine, where they they would get tired of hearing us speak life into them and start saying, "Mom, just just stop, just just stop." But yet they appreciate it so yeah. much. Yeah. And then now they come when there's a problem and they're mm. wanting. Yeah us to speak life over them. Right. Right. And, and be intentional. But I think too, the other side of that is, you know, when they have those tough things, like they don't make the team or they're bullied or somebody's spreading rumors about them. Yeah. uh, That's a really great opportunity then for parents to stop and just listen Mm -hmm. and help them unpack those feelings and even label them. Mm It's kind of share a little story. My son who is 28 still calls me every once in a while to just, share his feelings and label them because I've taught them that if they can recognize the feelings and label them, they will be able to process what's going on and they'll feel much better. Right. And so he calls me, he's at the dentist's office. Now this is a 28 year old married young man. (laughs) He calls me on his way home and he says, mom, I went into that dental office, fearful, full of anxiety. My palms were sweaty. My t-shirt was soaked. I was so anxious (laughs) about sitting in that chair. And all of a sudden, mom, they made me feel so comfortable. They were talking to me and comforting me. And so he just began to label. He said, mom, I felt such peace Mm -hmm. and such comfort. And so he was beginning to label all the anxiety all the fear he had, and then he flipped it and began to share the peace. And and you know what he did? He started speaking over himself. That's good. Mm-hmm. Those life giving yeah. words of encouragement. So so as we model that, it's so yeah. cool because now we see our kids start mm-hmm. speaking over themselves and their siblings and their spouses. So what a cool thing to model, yeah. right? And to yeah. see it. David told us that the psalmist David in the psalm says, I encourage I have to encourage myself in the Lord. Yeah. You know, sometimes nobody else is gonna do it. And that what a skill to teach mm. your children mm. just to encourage themselves. Yes. Yeah. So yes. important. And we of course are big proponents of memorizing scripture, you know, because once again, if you if you got stress, you're dealing with worry, you're dealing with fear, those things that can rob us, Mm -hmm. deplete us from the enthusiasm about life. When 
you know, our hopes die, our dreams die, our aspirations, you know, are maybe feeling like they're not going to become a reality. Well, you lose your motivation. You lose your passion for life. You, mm-hmm. you, you know, you no longer have a sense of purpose or destiny to live for. And that's ultimately what happens with a lot of people and specifically young people when they so they will say when they lose their why, they lose their way. And I think it's important that we, once again, we help our kids know who the source is that they go to. Yeah. So when they're worried or they're fearful or they're carrying that stress in their life, well, when we have God's word in our hearts, we can remember what the Bible says in, in, in Philippians 4, where what did God say? He said, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything through prayer, petition to let our requests be made known unto God. And then it says, and the peace that passes all human understanding will guard our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. And Jesus even invited us to bring, he said, you know, bring, you know, all all of those, those of you who are weary and heavy laden, you know, come to me and I will give you rest. And so when you think about our source of life, he is the giver of life. Mm-hmm. And we always want to encourage our kids to know that he's the first one. He's the one that we go to first. He's the, he, he is the, the first place that we turn when we're afraid, when we feel overwhelmed, when we're stressed. And I just believe, again, the, the enthusiasm when we tap into who God is, and who he ultimately has made us to be. And we find our purpose in him, and we know that he's got our back. We know that he has a plan. He has a purpose. He has a destiny for our lives. Well, then it it, it, it revives our hope. Mm-hmm. And so I just really encourage any parent, you know, who's maybe navigating a lot of these emotions with your kids right now, pray with them. You know, before, listen, before they go to bed at night, pray with them. And then when they, before they leave, you know, to, to go to school, or if you're driving them to school, let the last thing you verbally say to them be a life giving word of affirmation. Send them out the door with confidence Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's, they're, they're going to probably get a lot of negativity the moment they step foot on that school campus. <laughs> thank God for some teachers out there that are, again, life givers yeah, and speak life into Lord. those kids. And, yes. you know, they see the potential and they're investing their lives, you know, to that's yes. their, that's their calling, you know, is to sow into the next generation, prepare so them, thankful. set them up for success. Yes. But a lot of kids, they don't have that. And so mm-hmm. that's where the reinforcements come into play. So two things, just to kind of wrap this up, I think just that we can all maybe think about and, and come up with some creative ways to do this. But first of all, be intentional. Yeah. So I think those are just things that we say. I think these are things that we do where we are very intentional. We, we guard what we say, but we're very intentional to say the right things where we speak life into our children, into our spouse, where we are, uh, we're lighting a fuse, if you will, that really helps kind of like create the excitement and the joy and the passion for life. And then the second thing, which kind of just builds on that is just be inspirational. Mm -hmm. You know, come up with some 
you know, some little sticky statements, some little one-liners, you know, that as a family, uh, you know, you can capture, you know, put them on little post-it notes, put them on the refrigerator door, keep them visual in front of your kids. Pictures. Yeah. Put, put something in their shoe, you know, put something in their lunch, (laughs) put something in their lunch box when they open it up, you know, let them know, Hey, you believe in that. Let's win the day. You know, because if we can help our kids win, well, man, what kind of influence can they have on their sphere, on on their peers and their sphere of influence when it comes to, you know, the opportunity they can, they can, you know, speak life into, you know, their peers. So anyway, it's a ripple effect. Also thinking that through our kids believe what we do sometimes more so than what we say even. And so I think that it's important that we are in, we ourselves are, are intentional, what you said, but we ourselves are inspirational by the way that we live because Mm -hmm. our walk speaks louder than our talk, you know? Mm -hmm. So we got to teach by example, what are we doing to fill our own cup? Well, are we spending time in the word of God? Are we praying? Do our kids see us doing that? You know, cause that's, that's where the rubber meets the yes. road, right? Yes. Is when they see the realness at home that mm-hmm. mom and dad, they've created the safe place, not a perfect place, but a haven that they can come home to, mm-hmm. be filled back up before they go back out right. into the world. And it's it's real. There We talked about on other podcasts, there might be arguments, there might be things that we got to work out, but mom and dad are real and they believe this stuff. Mm-hmm. And this stuff has worked out in their life. So right. this is the way I'm going to go. It's their choice, ultimately, yeah. what they're how they're going to believe and feel. But we have such a great opportunity to to be the ones that will fill them up, not only by what we say, but what we do. Yeah. When kids know that we believe in them. Yeah. Um, I am telling you, that's that's everything. They need to know that they are loved, they are valued, and we believe in them. That's and so then when they, when they are convinced that mom and dad believes in me, they are they are nurturing the potential inside of me, but they believe in me. That confidence that they have, it it totally transforms their sense of worth, their self-image. They Mm -hmm. see themselves in a way that God desires for them to see themselves. And that's the way he sees them. But when they see themselves the way God sees them, and then that reinforcement that mom and dad believes in me as well, they're on my team, they are for me, then now they've got that sense of enthusiasm to take on the challenges of life. Right, so, right. And exposing them to enthusiastic people even other than ourselves. Absolutely. So Linda, even like, I know that you do a lot of reading. We do as well. But, you know, exposing them to books yes. and things, other people, speakers, you mm-hmm. know, people in their field of interest mm-hmm. that are Absolutely. positive role, male, huge. Uh, huge. role models to, yeah. to inspire and their vision. them. Yeah, and it's so a simple, easy way to do that is is to, this might sound corny, but every year at Christmas, I buy my kids a book. And That's it's usually great. one of the best books I've read that year. So I'll select oh, one book idea. and I'll give that to their significant other as well and encourage them to read it. So, so they've good. got, you know, I want them to, to have a library of good material 
to fill themselves up with. And sometimes they think, they look at the title on Christmas Day and they go, oh, mom, come on, you don't want us to read this. And I'm like, you'll thank me later. You'll thank me later. And you know what? Years later, guess what? They're reading those books and they're saying, thanks, mom. Thanks, That's mom, awesome. what, what you poured into me. So, so I think my encouragement would be, even if they think you're corny with these words of life that we speak over them and uh, things that we're trying to do, these little notes. Sometimes I write on, on the mirror in the bathroom with lipstick and they're like, oh, mom, come on. I know you love me. I know I'm a world changer. <laughs> right? it, it, they'll thank you for it and they'll appreciate it. Yes. Make those Absolutely. deposits. Absolutely. So, so as we wrap this up today, you've talked about some enthusiasm spasms. And I love that phrase, that the idea of, of our kids having to deal with worry and stress and fear and the two keys there to help them with those enthusiasm spasms is to be intentional and to be inspirational. Yeah. And that's doable. Yes. That's doable. We can do it. Yes. Yep. Fantastic. Well, thank you for being with us today. We are going to wrap it up and just encourage you to do a couple of things. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. You wouldn't want to do that, would you? No, no. (laughs) And you're going to want to tell somebody about it because guess what? They need it to, right? They need it to. And leave a review so that uh, we know that we're on the right track here. And I told you at the top that we would be giving you the opportunity to receive Rodney Gage's new book called The Double Win. It's coming out. It's coming out soon. And actually, at the time of this release of the podcast, it's probably already out, right? And so the Double Win will be available to you if you will go to the doublewinclub.com. Go to that website and you'll get an opportunity to not just get that book, but to also sign up for Rodney and Michelle's mentoring program. You'll get 30 days of mentoring from Rodney and Michelle absolutely free. And that's a beautiful gift. Very valuable. So again, go to the doublewinclub.com to learn more about Rodney and Michelle's mentoring program and to get your free book, The Double Win. Awesome. Thank you, Linda. You bet. That's right. Thank you for joining us for the Winning Family Podcast, where we help you win at life and win at home.